The book of Luke, <coughs> 12, 15, and 21. Take heed and beware of covetousness, for one's life does not consist in the abundance of the things he possesses. So is he who lays up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. This is a warning that makes the heart of the Heavenly Father impatient. He can't he can give us such wealth that the world never dreamed of, but our heart then would be drawn to this wealth and he can't destroy us with such blessing. And so he gives to each of us exactly how much we can handle so that it does not lead us away and that we keep the words of God. The life of a person does not depend on his possessions. When a person keeps thinking about gaining more, getting more, because covetousness is avarice, greed, self-interest, gluttony, and wrongdoing. Wrongdoing in this situation is a demanding and charging of percents for vessels or extorting gifts and taking them. The very verb beware is be warned of. Keep, protect, or follow. follow. Keep from idols, protect yourself from idols. Considering such a warning, we first need to make a decision to place and keep our trust and our hope upon God and upon His Word. And second, we need to become rich toward God or be rich, enriched with God. How can we become rich toward God? That is, become rich in faith. Faith is information that comes from the Word of God. The more Word of God will be in our heart, the richer we will be. This is the wealth that will show itself then in the new heaven and new earth. Who we will be, how bright we will shine, how close we will be with God. To become rich toward God also means to invest, to deposit, or to place your financial means in the format of tithes where where moth and rust do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. There is a place where people bring their tithes thinking that they're, they're God's storehouse, missionaries, uh, organizations, or places where people call themselves generals of God and people in, uh, put their money there. They don't realize that this is where the thieves do break in and steal. Not every church is a place where this money will be kept and converted into heavenly currency. And so the heavenly bank or heavenly storehouses, which exclusively are the essence of God himself, the embassies of these heavenly banks are local churches that are in accordance to the requirements of the good wife and the narrow gate. And so to be able to declare your trust upon God and His Word, and in this way inherit the kingdom of heaven, we need to <clears throat> we need to surpass 
or have a faith greater than that of the scribes and Pharisees. When we give, bring God our tithes, we can obtain righteousness. When, when they followed the law, they obtained righteousness because their righteousness was linked to the law. You fulfill the law, you will be righteous. This was, the, this was also the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, and we need to overcome this and become greater than this. We need to, when we give our tithes and offerings to God, we need to perform righteousness. That is, <clears throat> declare our trust upon God and His Word according to the law of grace, as Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob did. They did not earn their righteousness. When giving their tithes and their offerings, they were already righteous when they were doing this. And the difference is that they performed righteousness. They weren't trying to obtain it, not trying to earn it. They were bearing fruits of righteousness. This righteousness and the tithes that they gave according to grace were independent of the law of Moses as they because because they were not trying to obtain righteousness but were performing righteousness and so tithes that later find their place in the law of Moses they depended on the law of grace and a person giving their tithes their first fruits to God he honored God he demonstrated his love to God and he acknowledged God's authority over himself and so to surpass the uh, the works of the scribes and Pharisees and giving your tithes to God is to perform righteousness. We are already righteous. We don't need to earn righteousness with uh, the work or the act that we will right now do. We will honor God with our tithes and our offerings. We will seek God's face. We will worship in our tithes and our offerings. We will demonstrate our love to God. We will acknowledge over ourselves His authority. We will testify before God, stating, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I am your tithe. I am your first fruit. I am most holy. And to demonstrate that I am holy to you, I seek you in honoring you with my tithes and, our, and, and my offerings. I am not seeking wealth. I already have it in God. I have such wealth in God that the whole world will not compare to. Soon, all the works and the world with all of its works and wealth will be burned. Nothing will remain except radioactive dust. Everything will be burned. And the wealth that we have today in our heart, this is something that abides forever. I see today how so-called Christians that are very emotional send congratulations to one another, seeing uh, from what, where did you get the idea that he was born in the winter? Birth is spring, and this is his resurrection. Why did you think that he is born in the winter? According to scripture, if you read attentively, in the sixth, uh, sixth month, the angel Gabriel came to Mary and told her that she will conceive and bear a son, and she did conceive in this sixth month. And when we read, uh, when we start from the month of Aviv, she conceived. Nine months later, her, 
His birth was in the springtime, either the end of March or beginning end of uh, in the springtime. And so the Lord bore was born on the pas- time of Passover, and he died at the time of Passover as well. We need to understand that, that this winter uh, inspiration came from worshipping devil and not God. This is when and they were successful in drawing the church uh, to uh, drawing the church to this it was at one point where they actually would uh, charge the people uh, and punish the people for doing this Uh, this was a law within the country uh, because they knew that they knew that uh, this was wrongdoing and they knew that this is an occult thing this is a exchange uh, a counterfeit and America today has lost its mind with the world and the Christian world also is so uh, inspired by it I am inspired by something very different that right now something is supposed to happen very soon suddenly within the blink of an eye our bodies will change and we will not and we will be raptured in that within that hour we still will be of course for a certain amount of time before that occurs uh, so that the Lord can demonstrate who his church is what she's capable of she will take over the wealth of the whole world I don't know how that's going to happen but that's how it's going to happen because today the world with all of its government is not able to make decisions not economically or safety the whole world is in danger not because of wars only but because of the new viruses and the men of study say yes we know there's going to be more of these viruses stronger viruses will come climates are changing but the Lord said those who glorify me you will go out and sing you'll be as young bulls uh, lift your hands be- your head- hands and heads to God or faces to God because your deliverance is coming let us uh, let us serve the Lord our deliverance is coming near and our inspiration needs to be in something very different Christ was born in our heart when we accepted him as our personal savior that's when he was born for me and for you the apostolic church never celebrated not the birth of Christ or the death of Christ they never celebrated these things this came later as a heresy as as a form of uh, diversion and so every celebration was a specific promise within the script within the Bible when we understand these feasts celebrations they had that's and we understand their essence that's what great wealth is let us sing a song and we will honor the Lord with our tithes and our offerings we will worship him we will acknowledge his authority over us and we will demonstrate our love before him Следуй 
I will gladly remind us that every time when Israel honored the Lord with their tithes and their offerings, either in the Tabernacle of Moses or Temple of Solomon, they were required as a command that Moses received from the Lord as a revelation to stretch out their hands over their tithes and proclaim a great proclamation, which they were faithful to for thousands of years. We are that same Israel. We're connected to the same roots. We are nourished by the same olive tree. We will do the same thing. Please stretch out your hands over your tithes as a symbol and pray together with me. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I have separated my tithe from my house and have brought it into your temple so that you may have sustenance within your house. I do not give in impurity. I do not give in sorrow. And I do not give for the dead. I rejoice that I have the privilege to demonstrate my love and to acknowledge your authority. And now in accordance to your words, I pray right now, may your heavenly windows be open to me and may your blessing come without end. 
upon your redeemed nation. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated.